0: Welcome, I'm your host, Ramonda Jan, the founder of Women Thrive Media, visibility expert, and inspirational speaker. I founded this global community for women, so every woman who is starting or running a business can feel like she has found a place to belong. So every woman is empowered to use her voice and share her message with the world. Hello, and welcome to another amazing podcast of Women Thrive. Today, we're talking about how to get out of your own way so you can thrive. And my special guest is Sheba Wilson. Hi, Sheba. How are you today?
1: Hi, Ramonda. I am well, thank you. I'm so happy to be here and to be talking about this topic with you today.
0: I think it's such an important topic, and I certainly hear this a lot. When I ask people, what's getting in your own way? I say, it's me. So (laughs) I think a lot of people recognize that sometimes we can get in our own way of achieving our goals and dreams. Shima, where are you joining us from today? I'm joining you
1: from the beautiful by nature Turks and Caicos Islands, where it's always sunny. We don't have winters, so the weather is sunny year-round. And we're surrounded by beautiful hues of blue. So it's just the best destination that you can possibly live in. And I work at a resort, so I get to see the ocean very regularly. When I'm stressed, I usually just leave my desk and go for a walk on the water side. So, yeah.
0: I don't think it's possible to be stressed (laughs) in a beautiful place like this. So, for those of you who haven't met Sheba, I'm very excited to have her as a guest today. Not only is she a speaker at the Women Thrive Summit, and she's such an inspirational speaker who I've had pleasure working with, but also Sheba Wilson is a best-selling author of a book called Get Up and Lead, that stands for Live Every Day Above Defeat. Uh, She's also a certified trainer, speaker, coach, and executive director of Maxwell Leadership Team. And Shiva herself has a really inspiring and powerful story of um, overcoming the unthinkable in her life. So hopefully today we'll get to hear some of your stories, Shiva, and talk about how can people get out their own way. So why are we talking about this subject today?
1: Well, we're talking about this because as a coach and also working in human resources, when I speak with clients, they they usually say they're stuck. Either they're stuck in their personal lives or in their careers. And um, sometimes they say they don't know why they're stuck, um, but some are very self-aware and they they would say, honestly, I believe I'm getting in my way. It's just me not taking action. Um, but a lot of times people are stuck and they don't really understand why they keep having like repeated patterns in their lives and not really accomplishing the things that they set out to do. So I thought it would be important to help persons understand some of the reasons why you continue to have the same cycles of behaviors and the limiting beliefs that are holding you back and you don't even recognize it many times. So kind of unearthing that. And then um, once you know what it is that's holding you back, then what do you do? So giving some techniques for how you can then use that information to be able to overcome that. And, you know, I love lead, live every day above defeat because let's face it, we're always going to be facing challenges in life. Some of them are going to be greater than others. And we have to be equipped to be able to navigate those those circumstances and to do so successfully so that we can live life, you know, fully and live a life that we love and we enjoy and that we're passionate about. Because what's the point of being here dealing with adversity if you're not going to then have a story of triumph right like the the fact that you're in that battle means that hey there's a victory on the other side so how do i get to that point
0: yeah and i think you know in life whether you're entrepreneur or just in in your life we all have these goals and dreams and ambitions and then sometimes we find excuses of why not right But really, if you peel the layers down, it's not really the external things that's holding us back. It's the things within us. So where do we look to find the answers? Yeah, we look
1: within, right? Because the same negative voice that's inside of your head telling you all the reasons why you can't do something, all the reasons why you're going to fail, you won't experience success, um, you have the power to turn those negative voices down, tune that out, and actually say empowering things to yourself. So being aware, first of all, um, of what are the conversations that I'm having with myself and where did they originate from? Because a lot of times the, the thoughts that we're thinking they aren't even our own thoughts. They may be things that someone said to us when we were much younger. So for example, as a girl growing up, I had um, someone who was responsible for me, not my mother, not my biological mother, but someone that I spent a short time living with say something to me that could have possibly negatively impacted my life. And she said to me, "You know, we we grew up in a, a seafood environment. So there were like what we call plants. Um, and conch for those who are familiar with that, um, uh, island, uh, dish conch. So it's in a shell and you have to take it out and then you have to peel the layer off of the conch. And so she said something very negative to me. She said that you're not going to be much, like you don't have many options. You're probably going to end up working at the fish plant and peeling conchs. And in that moment, my initial thought was what? You know, I think I must have been born strong. I don't know, because I was like, no, I won't. This is what I said to myself. She said that negative thing to me. And I said to myself, no, I won't. And and my entire childhood growing up, uh, becoming, going through that process, process of becoming, I always remembered what was said to me. And I look at my life now and I wish she was around, right? Because I would say to her, um, hey. Here I am, you know, I'm not peeling counts, but that could have possibly been something that caused me to think that I am not enough, that I can't accomplish anything that I set out to do, that I am limited to working in the fish plant, right? So if you're in a position where someone said something negative to you, whether it was your parents, a friend, a teacher, someone that you looked up to um, and you begin to think, well, maybe this is true and you begin to believe that and you begin to tell yourself the same things, you're constantly having that thought, then you begin to act on those thoughts. Mm -hmm. So the reason why you're stuck is because you took what was said to you, you began to process that and believe it, and then every action that you take is based on that belief. But it could be the same thing in reverse. It could be you then taking that negative thought encountering it with something positive and then telling yourself the reverse of what someone said to you. So if they said you're not enough, I am more than enough. You know, I I will never be successful. I am a success. And you tell yourself that the stories that you tell yourself is what you're going to take action on. It's just like um, garbage in, garbage out. So whatever you feed yourself, whatever it is that you're feeding yourself, what what are you listening to? Uh, Who are you surrounded by? What are they saying to you? You're processing that information. And then what do you reproduce? You reproduce what you are putting into your mind. And so that's why the mind is so powerful because everything that we do at every action we take, it first starts as a thought. A thought is a seed that's planted. And then if you nurture that thought, it begins to grow. And then eventually it bears fruit through your actions. So that's why it's so important for us to make sure that we're telling ourselves the right things, that the narrative supports our dream and not the other way around.
0: And, you know, this, this sounds amazing, but as we know, sometimes it's harder to do it, especially if people have experienced trauma or those belief systems are deeply rooted, which is, you know, this is the narrative that's been going on in their lives for perhaps 20 years, 30 years since their childhood, however many years. So how do we stay consistent in changing that narrative and actually getting out on the, out of our own way? Because every time, I know this from experience, that every time you try to do something a little bit scarier, take the bigger leap, <laughs> that little voice comes in and says, hey, hold on a minute. Who are you? Who do you think you are? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that that
1: imposter syndrome that that half of that raises up, you know, and and tells you all the reasons why you're not what you think you are. Um so it is difficult. It's even the most successful people will tell you that they still battle with that inner critic, right? And sometimes the the traumatic experience could be so overpowering that you need professional help to navigate that. And so I don't want to downplay that at all because depending on what you encounter in life, you may have to go to therapy. You may have to work specifically with someone who can um, help you to navigate that process and to to help you to begin to think differently. So it depends on where you're at and, and what your life experience is. So that's one option. The other thing is having a tribe is important right having people around you that support your vision that pour into you that add value to you that will call you out on your bs that's important right because if you don't have that if you don't have that support system um it can be very lonely and difficult and sometimes you need someone who's going to pull you out of the rut and say, girl, listen, like my talk title is girl, get up and leave. Like, come on now, pull your bootstraps up. Don't think that way. Let's go. What do you need me to do? Um, what is it that I need to say to you today to get you to recognize your greatness? You need that support system. And Ramona, to just say that like the whole Women Thrive community has been a support for me and we feed off of each other's energy. And that is why it's so important to make sure that you're surrounded by persons who are going to help you to get where you want to go. And as they're helping you, you're helping them. Right. And so that's another way. Journaling has been something that has really been helpful in my life. I believe in it. Um, I feel like the more you write your thoughts, the the clearer you are about you who you are as a person at your core what it is you want and just seeing what you wrote begin to come to life so in the moments when you take on that new project and imposter syndrome sets in and you go back and you read your journal and you see how you overcame something before and you see all of the accomplishments that you have had over the years that becomes the fuel that helps you to keep pushing forward because then you recognize that, wait, wait a minute. If I did this before, I had the same thoughts back then, but you know what? I got that done. So who's stopping me? What is stopping me from being able to use the same drive and energy that I had to get that done to move to the next level? And so just being able to record your journey um, through journaling helps you in those moments when you're having difficulty moving forward because you can go back and see how much you've accomplished, how how far you've come, and that will help you to push forward.
0: And it's interesting because as you were saying earlier, it could be just one negative comment, right? You're doing so well, you're staying on track, you're achieving great things, you're flying mm-hmm. high, yes. and then all of a sudden one comment or one setback starts to really peel at that confidence and then self-questioning or self-doubt comes in and it's as if all those great things we've done doesn't even exist it's it's so sad so i love the fact that you know you're giving us some really really practical tips to really start taking ownership and you're right you know, surrounding yourself with people who see the greatness in you Mm -hmm. because everyone i believe have that greatness in them. Sometimes we just need other people to point it out or recognize and kind of, as you say, hold us accountable to our goals and dreams that we have. Yes,
1: yeah, so that is that is so true. And, you know, another, another thing I want to remind people of is, like, I am a, a positive person and I'm always pouring into others, right? And if you find yourself being that, like you're constantly being the one that pours, you have to be refilled, a lot of times we are pouring from empty like right? we're not pouring from a place of overflow so the same level of support and positivity uh, and encouragement that you give to other people you need that also you can't deplete yourself like you you, you for you for you to be able to flow like a river there has to be a constant pouring into you as well So for you to give, you have to have an infill. So make sure that you have people around you who are going to do the same thing for you that you are doing for others. That is important. Otherwise, you are going to burn out, you're going to get tired, you're going to get frustrated, and you may even give up. That is how important it is for you to prioritize your well-being and to make sure that you're investing in your own growth and development as much as you encourage other persons and add value to other persons.
0: Yeah, amen. I think that, and I always say, you know, entrepreneurial journey and just journey journey in life, it's a constant learning, it's a constant growth. It's one of the biggest personal development journeys you can ever go on. So I would say you've got to pour into yourself as well as allow other people to pour into you. I am really curious about what inspired your journey with Girl, Get Up and Lead. And I know you have a wonderful story behind what inspired you to start this book. And really, I feel like it's a whole movement you have. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you know, it... I always, I think it's been more than 20 years that I wanted to become an author. I re- remember sharing that at a, a youth con congress in Trinidad and Tobago many years ago. And um, back then, you know, it was just a thought. It was just a dream. Uh, but I had to go through some stuff in order to be able to have something of value to share. And um, in 2015, I lost my best friend Um, unexpectedly. She went in for a routine um, checkup and then discovered that she had a cyst and needed to do a quick surgery. And on the day that she was supposed to be released, I spoke with her that morning, everything was fine. And then she called um, and said that she wouldn't be released that day, that they were keeping her one more day to observe. And the following morning, she was gone. And um, that was devastating for me because we have been um, friends for more than 20 years. And at the same time, I was dealing with being a caregiver to my husband, who was battling stage four prostate cancer. So two months before my husband passed, my best friend passed. And, um, you know, it it was like a hard blow because the person that... I probably needed the most was gone um, and my husband was gone. And so that whole process of grieving and having to be strong for my children, it just made me begin to look at life differently. I started to consider my time and how much time do I have and what do I want to do with this time because I don't know how long I'm gonna be here. And it was in that moment that I realized that there had to be a purpose in my pain. like you don't go through something like that for no reason at all and and life can't possibly be the same after you would have gone through that. And so I started to, Really question God and to reflect and to spend time with myself to determine, you know, what am I supposed to take away from this experience? Like, why? Why am I losing the people that I love so dearly, so close together? And the more I begin to think about it, the more I recognize that, you know what, you're called to something much greater than self. And you've been kind of sitting on the sidelines, right? Life was. Fairly easy because when you're a a wife and you have a great husband, he provided. And I didn't have to do much. So I, I was just a good mom. I had a steady income, a good job. And that was enough for me. But when you lose that level of support and you have to learn to navigate life by yourself and you have my little people, I call my children, my little people that are depending on me. And it's only me then I had to look at life differently. I had to to begin to see, you know, okay, I've gone through this. I'm going to get through it because they need me. Why? What is the why here? And I recognized that God allowed me to, to go through that journey for me to begin to see that I was called to be an inspiration and to empower other women and to help them to recognize that There's more to you that you don't have to stay plain small. You you are called to do something for humanity. What is that something? So as I began to discover more about myself, because honestly, it was was a journey in self-discovery. Like, I didn't know who I was before. I discovered myself after I lost my husband. And that's when I began to really think about, you know, how I'm going to use my gifts and my talents to add value to others. And I started volunteering. I work with girls. um, And one of the things, one of the reasons why I work with girls is because when I was growing up, I wished that I had someone like me that could Add value to me that could help me, that can help me to become self-aware and to build my confidence because I struggled with confidence when I was younger. And so I started working with with girls. And then in my HR career, I realized that I had a passion for coaching. Like I love to help people get from line staff to supervisory levels and, and then to management levels and then to executives. And I remember when I became an executive, I was sitting at a table where there was no one who looked like me. There was no one who looked like me, no one who sounded like me. Um, I was was um the only black Turks and Caicos Islander at the table and I said to myself, I'm gonna change this. I'm gonna change this. I was given this opportunity and I'm gonna make it count. And so over the years, I added to those numbers and I worked with persons who were interested in growing and helped them to get to that executive level. And that was like, aha, this is it. This is what I'm called to do. I'm called to develop leaders. I'm called to help people navigate life successfully, to get clear about what it is that they want, map out a plan for how they're going to get there and hold them accountable to take action towards that life that they envision. And I've been doing it ever since. So the book was birthed um, through my painful life experience, but it's more than just my story. So it's, it's a combination of a memoir, Um, I weave in my personal story, but I tell people how I was able to do this and how they can too. So it's about equipping and empowering persons to take action towards the life that they envision and recognizing that your picture of success is going to look different than someone else's. So first of all, being clear about what that is and then how do you get there? And are you committed to getting there, right? Because um, commitment is a serious thing. If if you're just thinking about it, you know, you're on the fence about it, you you may have a little burst of motivation here or there based on something that someone tells you. But when you make that personal commitment that this is what I want and come hell or high water, I'm gonna do what it takes. If it means a financial investment, if it means giving up my time that I would be socializing, whatever it means, I'm going to do it. So I'm the person on the side, that guide on the side that helps you to stay accountable to yourself and to achieve those goals that you set for yourself and begin to live that life that you envision um, that is your picture of success.
0: Wow, Shiva, that was Juan, thank you so much for sharing such a beautiful and vulnerable story with us and allowing us to be part of this story, you know, just observe it. How can people get in touch with you? if They were curious to find out more if they wanted a copy of your book. Uh, where Where can people go?
1: So my website is
0: shibawilson.com.
1: You can, there's a link to the book on my website. Um, My blog is on my website. Everything there is, even you can schedule an appointment. Everything is on my website. If you wanted to connect via social media, I am on Instagram, Shiba L. Wilson um, on Instagram and then LinkedIn, Shiba Wilson, Facebook, Shiba Wilson. So um, I'm also on TikTok, (laughs) Um, I haven't been a big fan until now I'm getting more and more into it. Uh, I think my kids keep me young in that way. Um, So I'm kind of enjoying TikTok, actually. For those of you who love
0: it, I'm also there. Beautiful. Thank you so much. So Shiba, you're one of our VIP speakers at the Women Thrive Summit. I'm really excited about your talk because I think it's going to inspire so many people and perhaps transform many lives. What is your talk about and why should people attend it? So my talk is titled,
1: Girl, Get Up and Lead. And as we mentioned a few times today, LEAD stands for Live Every Day Above Defeat." So this talk is for persons that, you know, you're navigating some space that may not be the easiest, it may be challenging, right? And we have a tendency to allow our adversity and disruption in our lives to control the way that we think, how we live, our ability to be able to move forward. But we need to change our mindset surrounding adversity and not allow it to cause us to stay stagnant, but instead to live our lives with grit. And that's an acronym that I use in my book, GRIT, to grow through the challenges, to flex our resilience muscles, to be intentional and to be tenacious, to be audaciously bold about the things that you desire in life. So identifying your overcoming um your limiting beliefs and how you can overcome them the talk is also about gaining the clarity and confidence that you need to be able to design your life and then taking action and intentional steps towards living a life that you love and enjoy and i hope that my talk will inspire encourage and empower women to be able to lead, to live every day above defeat and to experience a life of success, their picture of success and significance. And significance means that it's not about you, but it's about the value that you add to others, the legacy that you will leave that will outlast you.
0: Wow. Wow. <laughs> I got goosebumps just listening because this is, these are all the things that really work we as a community, as organizations, stand for to empower others to stand in their power and their truth, to be strong and don't let defeat um, you know, stop us from continuing. And that's why we always say it's time to rise and thrive despite any challenges in life. And I met so many women through this summit, um, through speakers' community, through attendees. And the truth is, at some point in everybody's life, we're going to face possible defeat, uh, challenges, struggles, and probably you have all have experienced something in life. But this is a time for all of us to come together, to have a community around you and rise above this defeat. How can we still survive and thrive despite all of those things happening in our lives? And as you mentioned today, so many amazing tips, having that support network, having that commitment, having resilience, the mindset. We talked about so many amazing things that all of those things you'll get to hear more in the summit. Of course, you'll get to hear Ashiba on our stage, which is a whole hour's talk. So you get, you're an absolute treat of what is going to come yet for the summit. So if you haven't registered, I encourage you to go over to womenthrivesummit.com, register for your spot. We have probably 50 speakers or so this year so it's going to be amazing it's five days all-line experience so you get to connect and ask questions and engage and just have fun because I think this is going to be life-changing and transforming for many many people who are joining Shiva, thank you for today's conversation this was beautiful thank you so much for having me
1: and I look forward to seeing all of you beautiful ladies at Women Thrive Summit 2023
0: Yes. Thank you all so much. Thank you for listening. If you feel inspired or you know someone who may need to hear this particular episode, please feel free to share, leave a comment below and connect with Shiba and all the information that you need is in the show notes as well as the registration for the summit. But for now, thank you so much for being here with us today and we look forward to seeing you on another podcast episode. Thanks for now. Bye-bye. Did you enjoy this episode? share it with the world. Make sure to also leave a review and subscribe for future episodes.